years ago, we had this, uh, we wanted to get a dog for the kids. And so we uh, asked a guy in the church, asked an old rabbit hunter guy in the church what kind of dog I should get for little kids. And he said, a little dog and be a beagle. They're small. They're not very smart. They're cute. Got big floppy ears. They're great for kids. You should go get them a beagle. He's an old guy in the church, and you should listen to old guys in the church. So I I went looking for a beagle. We went up into the Amish country in Ohio, in Holmes County, to get a special beagle. And we found one. It was an Amish farmer. I think his name was Miller or Yoder or Schwarzentripper or something. And we bought the the beagle from him. He's a great guy. $50. We got our own little beagle pup. Adorable little thing. On the way home, we decided, what should we name him? Well... He was Amish, so we named him Yoder. So, so there was Yoder, and we brought him home, and he just ran. We went for a walk that night. Kyle and I went for a walk. Yoder was so little when we went for that walk that we were walking among the stubble of the corn, and he would trip over the stubble of the corn and just tumble. He was that small, just a tiny little pup. And we loved having him, and he grew up. And a few things happened, and we had to move from our country home. We had to move in town. And that was really sad. It's just what we had to do. So we moved into a nice subdivision and a nice home, but you couldn't let Yoda run around and, and tumble and, and take walks and run, stuff like that. We didn't know what to do, so we did what probably nobody should ever do. We, we put a stake out in the ground, like screwed it in the ground and hooked him to a chain out in the backyard. We, we tried to walk him and stuff, but... After a while, it got so you'd just look out there and there'd be this circle in the backyard where he ran. He couldn't go beyond the end of his chain and just wore the grass out. He lived his whole life in that little circle right there. Kids would go and look at him. It was just pitiful. One morning, I took Kyle to breakfast, our oldest, and, and I said, well, what's going on in your heart? He goes, I want to move out in the country. I don't want to live in town anymore. And I said, well, the Lord has us in town, you know. He can have us move out in the country if he wants to. But if he doesn't, then we want to be content about living in town. He goes, well, I just really want to live out in the country. I said, well, you can tell the Lord that you want to live in the country. And if he wants you to live in the country, he can make it possible for you to live in the country. Or he can make you content with living in town, which is what I thought he would do. I went on a, a golf outing with the guys in the church on a Saturday morning, and I remember about 1 o'clock, I came back in, and Kyle was jumping up and down with a newspaper. That was back in the olden days when you had newspapers. And he was jumping up and down with a newspaper, and he goes, we found a place in the country. We found a place in the country. And I was a doubter. I'm a little skeptical. I'm like, wait, how much is it? He said, it's $400 a month. I'm like, there's got to be a hole. In the, you know, it's got to be for $400 a month. I said, well, we'll look at it. We go out and we look at it. It was arranged by the Lord. John Morgan, who's on the, on the board, who was on the board at, at Grace uh, uh, College and Seminary in Winona Lake, Indiana, devout believer, was the superintendent of schools in, in that area, and he'd moved, and this was his home. And it was a beautiful old farmhouse on the end of a dead-end road at the base of a hill, a little creek running through the valley and a river down behind that, and, and just the most beautiful place. And when he met us and he saw that we were a large Christian family, he said, I just want you to have it. And we immediately signed a five-year lease for $400 a month. And it had free gas, had a gas well on the property, so you had free heat. So we moved out in the country. It was an answer to an 11-year-old boy's prayer. For four years, 
Those boys and those girls just ran and tumbled, and Yoder was in heaven. He had floppy ears running around gathering ticks, having a great time. He would run back. There was this, there was this, um, there was this stream on the place. It was a beautiful little burbling stream. He would just run and just dive. It was like his ears would go out like an umbrella. He would just dive in that water, and he would just jump around in that water. Then we would get out. The kids would say he would find a bank of mint, and he would just roll in the mint. It was almost like he had this little dog deodorizer habit thing that he would roll in the mint. This run, we loved goulash. We ate a lot of goulash, which is cheap food. We had these big pans of it. I'm getting the no from Lois, but I'm too far into this. I'm going to have to finish. And so we have this big <laughs> pan of goulash. We would never finish it. So then the dog knew he would get to eat the rest. So we would open the door, and here he would come. Boom, boom, through the ears going like that. And kids would spoon a little bit of the goulash so he'd get his head down. Then they'd spoon the rest of it on top of him and... You know, he would try to lick it off and he'd eat that goulash. And then sometimes when he was all done, you could just tell his little belly was full and he'd been running and he was happy and he didn't live on the chain anymore. And and he would just like flop over on his back and just lay there with his legs up in the air like he was the happiest dog in the world. And we loved that. So when eventually when Yoder died, we carried him back to the little creek and we dug a hole in the mint. And we put him in there and we prayed one of the most sincere prayers I've ever seen my kids pray, thanking God for that little dog. And then we renamed the creek Yoder Creek after that. And to this day, that's the name of the creek in our family. Just wanted you to know that Satan hates you. He wants you to live on the end of a chain. He wants your whole life to be confined to a little tiny circle as long as the chain of his bondage in your life. But Jesus wants you to run free. 